The Productive Woman, Episode 140. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Productive Woman. My name is Laura McClellan and this is a podcast dedicated to productivity for busy women. My goal is to help you find the tools and encouragement you need to manage your time, life, stress, and stuff so you can accomplish the things you care about most and make a life that matters. Thanks so much for joining me. In this episode, I'm pleased to share with you my conversation with business coach, podcaster, and mom, Katie Kremitzos. You'll find more information about Katie, along with links to resources she recommends and the various ways you can connect with her online in the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 140. And now let's get right into my conversation with Katie. I am so excited to introduce to the Productive Woman listeners, Katie Kremitzos. Katie's a business coach, and she's the host of a podcast herself called Biz Women Rock, which we'll talk about in a bit. It features inspiring interviews with the world's most incredible businesswomen. But Katie's also a wife and a mom of a young daughter, and basically she's just a busy woman like the rest of us. So I've really been looking forward to talking with her about how she manages her own busy life and here she is today. So welcome, Katie. Laura, what's going on? Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, I'm just so glad that we could make it work. And and, <laughs> and, and at some point, I'll tell the story to the listeners about the, the technological Armageddon that happened today. <laughs> push but, through, girl. Push through. Who cares what right. happens? Just push through with the podcast. <laughs> that's right. So I, I got to say right out off the bat, special thank you to John Buchanus, who stepped in to help me make this work so you and I could talk today for the benefit of the listeners of The Productive Woman. Yay, John. So thank, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. Um, so before we get started, you know, we're going to talk about how you manage your busy life, how you do the things that you do, but it's always helpful to have some context for that. I've shared a little bit about what you do, but but nobody knows what you do better than you do. So maybe start by telling us a little bit more about who you are, what you do. Yeah. So uh, if you were to take a snapshot of my life right now, it would look like the fact that I am uh, busy. <laughs> um, I have been married for almost five years now. And um, I have a daughter who is about a year and a half old. And I also have a very um, intense and growing business called Biz Women Rock. And so uh, I am also the daughter of two amazing parents. And I have, you know, there are five siblings. So there's a lot of people to keep track of. Um, I have a, my husband is Greek. So we have a big fat Greek family that we need to, you know, <laughs> keep in contact with. So, um, you know, we, uh, we have two pet birds who you might hear in the background. So, uh, kind of the overall snapshot is that um, my time is spent either running and growing my business of incredible businesswomen um, and, you know, constantly learning and experimenting on how to expand and grow that company, um, hanging out with my husband, um, supporting him and all of his awesome endeavors, spending time with my daughter, you know, raising a kid who's actually a decent human being, <laughs> um, making sure the birds get lots of time and attention and, you know, and then maintaining a household I mean, all that good stuff, being a good sister and daughter and all that good stuff. <laughs> all the <laughs> That's kind of what it looks like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the kinds of stuff all of us are trying to do in, in the 21st century. Yeah. Um, and so as we talk about, um, you know, on this show, we talk a lot about being productive in the sense of, of, of 
tending to the things that are important to us and making a life that matters and all the things that you do um, as part of what you just described are part of your life that matters. And so the, the tools and the techniques and things that you use to do all that can probably be instructive to the rest of us. But to, to set some context for the things that you do, could you maybe, if there is such a thing, tell us what a typical day might be like for you? <laughs> that's that is funny that we're typical um well the funny thing is is that i i like structure i actually thrive with structure even though um nothing ever goes 100 percent according to plan so i like to think that i have a typical day or a typical week let's say um so uh, really my typical day is um getting up early my daughter generally is waking up around 7 a.m these days and so i like to try and get at least an hour or two of complete alone time before the house wakes up and usually during that time i'm i'm spending it with what i call the mindset olympics <laughs> really doing mindset work journaling um really you know training my mind for abundance and um creating the life that i really want proactively creating the life that i want um, um, and, you know, usually a lot of content for my business is created at that point um, because that is a really creative time for me. So usually I'm writing emails or coming up with, um, you know, really great things to talk about within my communities. Um, and then... Sedona wakes up and life kind of starts getting chaotic. It's, you know, feeding the kid. Um, you know, Chris wakes up and we're just sort of like playing in the morning. And um, and then three days out of the week, uh, she goes to, my daughter goes to daycare. And, and so it's kind of a matter of like getting her food ready, getting her out of the house. And then, and then my, my work day starts out of, uh, during those three days. And so generally, um, and this is a constantly evolving schedule, by the way, I should mention. So this is very kind of over evolving, but, um, you know, I try to get a workout in first thing as soon as she's gone so that I can kind of get it done and get it over with. And then I kind of get right into the big priorities for the day. So generally that by that point, um, um, whether I've done it in the morning or the night before, I've come up with what are the top two, three, or four things that I really need to take care of that are my top priorities for that particular day. And so as soon as I'm done working out, as soon as I sit down in front of my computer, those are the first things that I'm doing. Um, and then um, I just kind of do my work day. There are uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays tend to be client work. So I am a business coach and growth strategist. And so I um, have the privilege of working with a handful of really great business women who want personalized and customized help in growing their businesses. And so Tuesdays and Thursdays typically tend to be sort of back-to-back -back client work for me, um, which I really enjoy that. Um, it gets my brain exhausted by the end of the day, but it's really awesome active work. And then the end of the day is, you know, going and picking up my daughter. And um, and then it's like a couple of hours of total family time. And we're either going and playing at the park or um, going, you know, just for a walk outside or going and doing something fun. And then we kind of wind down into you know, dinner and bedtime and all that sort of stuff. And then once she goes to sleep, um, which unfortunately has been later and later nowadays, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, then it's like, is there any last minute things that I need to take care of to prepare me, like kind of wrap up this day work-wise or to get me prepared for tomorrow? And oh, yes, let's make sure that my husband and I actually get some time together <laughs> just to talk and see each other. Um, and then that's it. And I really try to be in bed somewhat early, like 10, 11. But honestly, it, these days it feels like a 50-50 shot whether that happens. So that's kind of a typical, like one of those days where it's like work and mom and wife and everything. Um, on the days that I have my daughter, I call them mommy-daughter days. That's Wednesdays and Fridays. Um, it's it's all of that, but minus the work part. Um, the work part, I really just focus on like one major thing that I can get done during her nap time. And other than that, it's like what fun, you know, outing do we have during the morning or during the afternoon or what have you. So um, that's kind of that's kind of a typical day. It sounds like, you know, a lot of different things going on, but you've got kind of a system in place yeah. uh, or, or a structure around it. Um, but obviously, when you've got a young child and when you've got a business, you've got to be able to flex a little bit. Uh, uh, yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> just about the time you get things all planned out, you know, a child gets sick or there's a client emergency or any number of things can happen. So I know. My mom always told me, um, my mom has six kids and she's very like looking back, I'm sure she was structured, but like she likes to play it off like, oh, whatever, it just sort of happened and you don't have to be so structured. And and so she likes to tease me all the time like, okay, once you get her nap time down, like of course it's gonna, it's gonna be that way until it changes. And I feel like that's <laughs> such a common thing about life in general and yeah. business for me in particular, you know, mommyhood for me in particular, like just when I think I've got things organized and sort of like in a routine, like everything changes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's for, for some of us, that's harder than others. I'm one of those that, you know, I only half jokingly have said my life's motto is we fear change. And so, <laughs> yeah. I, I try to, I'm trying to be more flexible as, as I've gotten older, but you know, yeah. it, it, it takes some work. You know, I, I, something occurred to me, there's a conversation that's been going on in the productive woman community Facebook group that um, somebody asked, what do people just ask for women in the community to weigh in on what do you do like on Sundays to prepare for the week? Mm -hmm. And a whole bunch of people jumped in with ideas to the point that I, I it was just such a great conversation. I'm actually turning it into an episode here coming up pretty soon. Great but, idea. But, but um, let me ask that question of you. Do you have any sort of, whether it's you know, for a lot of people, it's like some time on Sunday is spent getting ready for the week, but it might be another day. But do you have any sort of routine like that that you prepare for the week or is it just day by day? So it would be really awesome if I could tell you absolutely every single Sunday I do that. That'd be so smart of me. Um, there are times when, yes, I feel inspired to do that. Like I said, I typically at the end of every night try to kind of come up with my top priorities for the next day. However, I also have found that I feel really gypped out of my my Sunday. Like, it's such a special day. Like, it just, it always ends up being a really fun, and I live in Florida, so like, literally yesterday, we were at the beach, and we always love exploring and being outside. And so, I, I have found that... I end up feeling like really frustrated because I've just had this amazing fun day and it was just felt really free and alive. And what I don't want to do is feel like I'm getting into work mode because I can, it's, 
if I could um, discipline myself to just write down like kind of my top tasks for the next day, that would be great. But what ends up happening is because I love what I do, I end up like getting into the work of the mm. week. And and I don't like that. And I end up getting really embittered by it because now it kind of takes away time from my husband that I really wanted to spend with him. But I'm really excited about this upcoming week. So, <laughs> so what I have found that works for me lately is um, I will save all of that stuff until Monday morning. Mm. Um, and, and really the getting up early helps a lot with that because I feel like I still am organized before the day really starts, but it didn't have to happen, um, you know, on a Sunday night. So that has, yeah, Sunday nights I've given myself the the option not to do anything and that can be okay. You know, and I, I mean, I think that's such a great idea that, and I feel the same way. I try to do some things on Sunday to get ready for the week, but I try not to do it Sunday evening because for that very reason, I don't want to start working, working. And, you know, right. I want to have that Sunday evening time to kind of relax, hang out with Mike and just, uh, you know, be refreshed for Monday morning. But so doing it early Monday morning could work for some people. Maybe uh, if, if the work week is kind of what they want to prepare for saving some time on a Friday afternoon to, to look forward to the next week and make some plans might be a good alternative. Yeah, or so. even um Sunday morning uh, we were in a we were in a vibe for a while where um and we kind of are starting to get back into this although we fell out of it for a while where Sunday mornings were my mornings like mm-hmm. meaning my husband and it was like daddy daughter time and I had no responsibility other than be with myself and typically what I would usually do on those days is I would start to work because it got me really excited for the week and the great part was is that by noon you know by the time my morning is done um, I've had my alone time to have my workout, and then I've gotten a few major things done in my business. And so I feel like, ah, oh, okay, I'm ready for the week, and now I've got the rest of the day. Yeah, <laughs> so that nice. that actually worked really well for me to do Sunday morning. Yeah. Well, that's great. I appreciate you sort of uh, thinking through that with me. Just it's on my mind because of this conversation that's been going on in the group. So it's it's good to get another perspective on that. So every every person's life is a little different, presents kind of different challenges as far as staying productive and getting the things done that really matter. Um, and for, for it's different for every per- person what we find challenging. For a lot of women, saying no is a real challenge. For some people, managing their time is difficult, but managing their space is easy. For others, it's vice versa. What would you say are your biggest challenges when it comes to managing your life, all the hats you wear and all the things you want to accomplish? It's definitely the management of my time, but I would actually go a step deeper into that and say it's the optimization of my time Um, because I really do believe that everything is possible (laughs) when, you know, this whole idea of like we have 24 hours in a day butts up against that. It's really hard to actually stay in that mindset. (laughs) Mm. So I choose to believe in the optimization of time and how am I really being optimal with every single minute of my day? And and that sounds like a lot of energy and like a lot of high expectation. But what the reality is, is that it forces me to get really, uh, to really lift those priorities up to the top because um, I understand that I'm not going to be great at everything. I understand that I'm not going to accomplish everything that I want to accomplish. I just, it, I, I don't have the space for it in my life and that's okay. So it forced, and truthfully, there was nothing that forced this more than me becoming a mother because all of a sudden 
I really, I, I would be like, okay, well, I have, you know, half an hour while she sleeps. What has to get, what is the top thing that has to get done right now? So, so it is a constant practice, but it really is not just the management of time. It is the optimization of time. And so that for me, that comes in a couple different ways, meaning typically I will look at a week ahead and I have things planned. Like I call it proactively creating my schedule or mastering your schedule. So what do I want to have happen this week? What do I already have on the schedule? What have I already kind of blocked out times for that are regular recurring things for me um, that I already can count on those things happening? So for example, you know, five from five to seven in the morning is like, that's my creative content creation time. So I know, as long as I get up that early, I know that I don't need to worry about creating content at any other time during the week. I already know it's going to happen during that time. So I don't need to, I don't need to make time for it. I don't need to put it on a to-do list. Um, you know, so it's so, sort of like blocking out times for what I want to have happen. And then again, really getting deep into the prioritization of things. And so, and this, by the way, this is a constantly ever evolving process for me. I know I keep saying that, but I feel like it's so true. I just went through a massive revamp of like how I'm organizing myself and how I'm organizing my time and how I'm making sure I'm staying on task with those things that are very important to move my business forward and are in line with those big things. So um, that for me means, again, writing down those top three things every single day. And and the moment I feel like I'm wavering from that, like I ha- I for it, that thing is right in front of me. So I see it. Okay, what do I have to do? Or, you know, when I have, when somebody cancels an appointment with me or they cancel a, you know, an interview with me, okay, I've got an hour. What do I need to do now? So um, it's really the optimization of all of those times set on top of um, proactively creating and blocking out the time for the things that are important to me. Yeah, I hear you using that term pretty frequently, proactive. Mm-hmm. You're, you're really, uh, maybe another word for that is intentional. It seems to me yes. you're very intentional about how you're using your time, how you're preparing to use your time so that if you have a cancellation, you don't just wander around the house thinking, well, what should I do next? But you've you've got you've got a list there. You've got things to choose from that are relevant and significant for your business, for your life, you know, depending on what time of day it is so that you, you know where to go when time opens up. Yeah. And, you know, even speaking outside of business, it is intentional because, um, probably about four months ago, my husband and I just, oh my God, it was probably longer than that. My husband and I, you know, who are new parents decided, we just decided it's important that we get a date night once a week. We have to have that. Um, I can't tell you how many friends I heard from who were like, please do this. We didn't do this for the first five years. You've got to do this. So in our calendar, every single Saturday, it says date night. And we have a babysitter who comes every single Saturday. And are there Saturdays where that doesn't happen because, you know, somebody's out of town or what have you? Of course, but like it's there. So it's it's our intention that that is reserved for date night every single Saturday, no matter what, you know? So it, it's that kind of stuff. Like I want these, these things are important for me. So I'm going to put them on my schedule and make time for them. Yeah, I love that. Um, and so when it comes to doing all that, you're being intentional about it. You've got priorities in mind, both personally and professionally. Uh, Are there any particular tools you like or resources you recommend for managing all that, whether to, to keep track of everything or to keep your space organized or whatever? Yeah. Um, and I, the answer for me on that prior question was that it was my biggest challenge because again, like I, 
I I'm constantly it's constantly changing for me in order to like deal with whatever whatever I need to grasp a hold of or whatever I feel like I need to have a better handle on. So the tools that I mentioned you know, some of them worked a month ago and some now they don't work for me anymore or I use yeah. them differently. But one tool that I do use daily is I use Evernote for mm-hmm. my journaling. And I love it because um, I, so you can, and I use it for all of my uh, client calls as well. So I take notes with my clients when I'm on the call calls with them. And um, so I can create a notebook for every single client. But as it pertains to me, I um, I have a, a notebook in there called my business journal. And every single morning, I create a new note in that notebook. And I that's just where I journal. And I love it on the computer because I'm so much more of a typer than I am a writer, um, like a physical writer. But I can have it. I've, lately, I've been doing it on my phone a lot. So the app works beautifully. And so I can just be on my phone on the couch and just kind of like writing and journaling and writing my affirmation and doing all this great, um, you know, vision work and all sorts of stuff. So that's an awesome tool that I use, uh, both for managing clients and myself. Um, I use Voxer a lot. Um, so Voxer is like an audio messaging app. It's really amazing. That's V as in Valerie, Voxer. And um, uh, I use that for productivity's sake. I, I use it in two major ways. Number one, or a couple ways. Number one, I have an accountability partner. And so she and I literally kind of check in with each other every single day mm-hmm. about like, here's where my goals are. Here's what's going on. Here's a challenge I'm having. What do you think about this? I need some insight onto this. So that's really productive for me. Um, and then I have a group Voxer with two of my sisters on it. And we're checking in with each other on like, did you work out today? How was your food today? <laughs> <laughs> like keep keeping us honest and like a nice group accountability for, you know, know, whatever, you know, athletic challenge that we're doing. And then, um, and then I actually use it really productively for my administrative assistant. So anytime that I might uh, designate a task to her, and she has questions, we talk back and forth that way. Or if I'm on the road, and I have an idea, and I need her to go take care of it, I voxer her so that she can verbally hear me and whatever my instruction, uh, my instructions are. So that that has turned out to be incredibly time saving, um, just to get my idea. So I'm not waiting for it in my head to get to my computer to write her an email to have to do all that that seems really um, you know arduous so instead I just get it right out of my head onto Voxer so I use that a lot um, I just got a planner, like a physical <laughs> calendar planner for the first time in like a decade or two. I've been very much a digital Google calendar type of a gal and I love it, but it's not, I have found that it's not allowing me to visually see like my, what I'm doing for marketing all the time or when my shows are coming out so that I can visually see it in front of my face all the time. So um, that we'll see how that goes, but so far it's working really well. So I can start, start planning out my month and see it at a glance in front of me and see my week in front of me and, and and use it for the purposes of like messaging and visibility and all this sort of stuff. Um, and then let's see what else. I have a ton, a ton of little <laughs> tips and tools and stuff like that. But those are my major ones. In addition yeah. to my calendar, obviously, I've talked about like that I like block stuff on my calendar for, for time's sake. Yeah. So what physical, what paper planner did you get? Oh, I don't, whatever I bought at Walmart. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, it's really funny, actually, because here's a productivity tip. I have heard about the bullet bullet planning, uh, bullet journaling. I have heard about the day designer. I mean, I've, I started doing research on like what ideal planner I could do. And then <laughs> after an hour, I was like, are you kidding me? Let me just go to Walmart and go grab one right now that I feel like will be something. Like it'll at least yeah. get me started. So, um, you know, for 10 bucks, I got myself 
myself started. And if it, you know, if in a month I feel like it doesn't work, then okay. So I've invested 10 bucks on figuring that out and didn't waste another week or two not getting something, you know? Yeah. No, you know what? That is such a great point that there, there is no right one. And I, you know, I wasn't asking because I thought maybe you got the perfect one. I don't think there is a perfect one. I've talked about that before on the show that, you know, the, the perfect tool is the one you use. Yeah. And so <laughs> if, if you, if you're like me, you can spend weeks researching and trying and, and agonizing over which one I should get. Yeah. Uh, and you did, I think exactly the right thing. Just go get one. Anything is better than nothing. It's like that same analogy when they always ask you, like, when is the best time to work out? And, you know, you've got your pool of people who are like, it's in the morning. Your body's like optimized for workout in the morning. And my answer to that is whenever you do it regularly, that's the yeah. best time. If that's 3 a.m., awesome. That's the best time for you to work out. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yep, exactly. I love it. Um, you were mentioning before we got on the phone that you have a tool that you've created for your clients that might be useful to um, to some of the listeners. Yeah. So um, whether you are in business listening to this or you're not, it doesn't matter. Like um, this tool is actually totally customizable. And what it is, is a spreadsheet. I call it the time management mastery spreadsheet. And it's a spreadsheet that I had created because my clients needed an objective way to actually see where in the world they were actually spending their time versus where they really wanted to be spending their time that could make an indent on the things, getting them towards the things that they said they, they wanted to do. So it ended up being the anecdote to, I don't have enough time to do everything, <laughs> which mm. is literally, I think, what all of us feel a lot, yeah. right? So, um, so it's really just a spreadsheet where, you know, in one column, it's asking for all, list out all the different ways that you spend your time. So you're sort of taking an inventory and, you know, do you love doing this? Is this a task that you could give to somebody else? Is this, um, are you, uh, in business sense, are you earning revenue when you're doing doing this task? Or, you know, is this something that absolutely requires you to do it? So, but the point in the, the fact that it's a spreadsheet, like y you actually get it in Excel spreadsheet format is so that you can go in and make it whatever you need to make. So if those columns don't mean anything to you, you can make those columns, you know, titled something that means something to you. And basically, it gives you instructions for how to rate everything so you can see and shuffle that spreadsheet and see very objectively like, oh, wow, I didn't realize I was spending so much time there. And I, that's not really where I love spending my time. So now what do I need to do? Like, how do I yeah. need to adjust myself? So it ends up becoming a really good um, foundation for then how you can set up the kind of schedule you really want. So yeah, that is available to everyone. Um, and um, it's at bizwomenrock.com forward slash time management. So um, yeah, anyone listening who feels that that would be helpful, go for it. Take it. Yes. And we'll put a link in the show notes for, for this episode. So if people are driving and don't remember, it'll all be there. And uh, thanks for making that available for yeah, folks to of share. Course. Of course. So I have a question I ask every, every guest. Um, and this is my favorite question because I always learn a new little tip or a, a, something new to think about. And so this is a two-part question for you to to think about. The f first part is, do you ever have a day? I mean, you've got all these systems in place. You're a very productive person. You have lots going on. Even with all these, the tools you use and the systems in place, do you ever have a day when it all gets away from you or you get totally stressed out and overwhelmed? And if so, what do you do to get back on track? 
Girl, I feel like every day is that day. (laughs) Oh my God, seriously. Uh, And this is why actually I feel like part of time management mastery or any, any education about productivity, it is vital that I'll speak to me. And if you listening identify with this, you can take it. But I feel like it's so vital to talk about grace and to talk about, um, that I love planning. Structure works really well for me. However, I am 100% positive that no day, no week ever goes perfectly according to plan. So there's this thing called I've got to give myself forgiveness and a little bit of like r- like wiggle room. So I actually, um, I'm so glad you mentioned this. So I actually kind of live by the 80-20 rule in just about everything in my life. But most specifically with my productivity, like, okay, overall on this day or on this week, did I accomplish 80% of what I needed to accomplish? Or did I did things go 80% according to plan? Or or I can just go into my day knowing I'm going to have 20% wiggle room. Something's not going to go, something's going to take me longer. Something, some tech is not going to work. You know, something is not going to work. So, but the point of the matter is, is that yes, it happens to me a lot. Um, and there are definitely, whether it's a day or sometimes like last week, truthfully, Laura, I, I had a week of that where I was like, ah, like felt in total chaos. And, and it, it froze me for a couple of days because I was just so overwhelmed and so unable to get myself back on track. So what I generally do, I actually have a pretty specific process for what I do. So number one is I, I kind of lose it <laughs> and I allow myself to lose it, <laughs> give myself a lot of grace for that. Um, and I typically will Voxer my sister. Um, she is my best friend and I will just kind of download onto her. Oh my God, you know, here's everything I feel. So I allow myself to kind of express and get out everything I feel, whether it's talking to my sister or whether it's, you know, writing in my journal. And then um, I'll allow myself some time to kind of feel sorry for myself and to feel like poor <laughs> me just because I need to do that to because pre- I don't want to pretend that that doesn't affect me. I, c- I can't pretend that, oh, I'm super positive and this is a- okay, just turn it around, Katie. Everything's great. You know, I need to allow myself just a little bit of time to like feel sorry for myself. And I'm practicing constantly making that a shorter and shorter amount of time. And then I reach out for more help. So sometimes depending on how much out of whack things get, I'll re- uh, like I have a business coach that I will reach out to. I have my accountability partner. I'll talk to my husband and I'll just talk it out. And by talking it out, it whatever I'm going through, whatever chaos I'm feeling, whatever frustration I'm feeling for things not going according to plan seem a little less... Hectic. It seems a little less like horrible, <laughs> and it seems a little bit more ridiculous. And they are always the ones who will reflect back to me and remind me what life is really all about. Like, really, Katie. Like, I got so frustrated last night because I had serious plans to like. I had some serious things that I needed to do um, after my daughter went to bed. And just the past two weeks, she's instead of seven o'clock, it became going to bed at eight o'clock, eight thirty, and pretty soon it was like nine. And I'm like losing my mind because I was trying to put her down. And here I had, I feel that pain of like, I want, I have other stuff that I want to do. And yet I'm so frustrated that I need to take care of her right now. Right. And, um, and so I just kind of like breathe it out. I'll do exactly what I said. And then I don't know, I just like kind of plug back into, okay, the moment, like, 
right now I'm in this moment. I'm hanging out with my daughter. She was hungry. That's why she woke up. So let's just eat. Let me hang out with her. And let me just, I get really microscopic. I I Mm -hmm. only think about like, what's the next thing? What's the next best thing? That's it. What's the next best thing? Because if I start thinking about like the massive worldly impact that this is going to have that my schedule got ruined. (laughs) I mean, I can get really stupidly dramatic there, you know, and like, oh my God, I'm going to have to be up until three in the morning doing this. And it gets really stupid. So I I try my best not to let myself go there. I just kind of think very, um, very in the moment. What's this thing that I'm doing right now? And let me just do that. And even if I can't, I try my best to be peaceful about it. But even if I'm like writhing through my teeth because I'm still angry that she's up or I'm angry that this didn't go accordingly, I just try my best to be pe- like, let me just not say say anything. I don't want anything ugly to come out. I just want to be here. And then once I have a sense of relief, like something changes, i.e. when she goes to bed, like I can kind of breathe and take a moment and I'm out of that moment of frustration. I could be like, okay, okay, that wasn't a big deal. So she was up for an extra half an hour, you know, than what I thought. Okay. The wor- world did not come to an end. And- right. <laughs> yeah. Right. But I mean, the, the point is that, yes, I have them. I have them all the time. And I the biggest thing for me is knowing that I, that they're going to happen and kind of planning for the planning for the unplanned, you know, and letting that be okay. Yeah. That's a, it's a lesson we all need to learn and probably something we all need to work on to, to be in that moment and not let it um, derail us too badly. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, I, I really love that. That's, there's some real wisdom there. So, so what is on the horizon for you, Katie, for, for you or for Biz Women Rock? What, what's, what's coming up for in, in the near future? Yeah, so um, I've got a lot of awesome stuff going on um, just in fun life in general. We're actually doing, um, at the time we're recording this, it's kind of the beginning of the summer. So we've got a lot of like fun business and family travel coming up where we get to go and see family and hang out and have a lot of those good times, which I'm really excited about. And that's, you know, why I do all this stuff. Like I get to, you know, just have all these awesome connections with family and friends and business associates and everything. And then within my company, um, I actually uh, just launched the Biz Women Rock Elite, which is kind of the the group um, for the growth obsessed businesswoman. So for the female entrepreneur who just is constantly growing and constantly, um, she's the never ending learner and she wants to be around those types of people. So I have just started that community. I'm really excited about it, really pumped about it and um, love spending time there and, and really looking forward to what kind of things these women can create with each other when they're surrounded with, you know, like minds who really are just wanting to grow, wanting to do good in this world, really purpose driven. Um, and that gets really exciting for me. I love it. So, so for those who are listening, and I know that many women in the community, not all, but many of them are business women uh, to one degree or another, where can they, uh, they or anybody who's listening, connect with you online if they want to learn more about you and what you're up to? Yeah, so you can go to bizwomenrock.com and or um, you are more than welcome to join. I have a free Facebook group community um, under Biz Women Rock and you can go there by going to bizwomenrock.com forward slash group. And um, I would love to invite you in. There's a community of almost 5,000 global women there who all are in business. So it's such a great 
uh, community of great ladies to tap into. And it's just a fun place to be. So, um, and, you know, I'm on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all that fun stuff. But typically, I spend a lot of my time on Facebook. That's where I really love to hang out. Yeah, well, and again, I'll put links to all that in the show notes, as well as to your podcast, which I know is in iTunes, and and I think it's Stitcher as well, Biz Women Rock. Um, I'll put links to that, because you talk a lot about productivity on your show. Yes, I you're, do. You know, you're targeting business women who want to accomplish great things, and they've got to get, you know, manage their time, and all the things that we talk about on this show, I think, are very applicable. So, I think a lot of my listeners would really enjoy listening to your show as well. So I'll make sure we have links there so they can catch up on what you're talking about. So before we wrap up, do you have any last words for the listener who might be looking for a little help in getting things done and making a life that matters? Um, oh man, (laughs) I, again, I feel like, um, I come back to this place of having a lot of forgiveness for yourself and having a lot of grace and sort of living in this space of, you know, all of the incredible women who listen to your show, Laura, are really wanting to consistently and continuously enhance how they are doing life and enhance how they're organizing life and and trying to organize it and be productive in a way so they can experience the most out of it, right? So mm-hmm. I feel like there's this really great... Um, balancing act of and kind of wire that we all need to walk of being really organized and then also just letting things sort of be gray um, and being okay with that. And I am very guilty of getting myself into the space of needing to be organized all the time. And that actually that actually takes a lot away from my whole experience of everything. So I feel like the only you know, sort of lasting words of wisdom um, that I am constantly learning and that I hope to impart is really that you know, just one step at a time. That's all that, yeah. that's all you could do. Just one step at a time. And what works for you now may not work for you next week. And you'll you'll know it. <laughs> you'll yeah. know it because you'll feel in chaos. So that's your that's your little message to go and find something else new that works. And and it's just a constant tweak. It's a constant evolution. And the moment that you really embrace that and understand that your job is just to keep on trying and keep on getting up and keep on doing it and seeing how well you can do it. And sometimes you're not going to do it well. Like, okay, then you can enjoy this thing, you know? Yeah. That's a, couldn't have said it better myself. Thank you so much, Katie, for taking time to talk with us today. Thank you so much, Lori. I really appreciate it. I am really thankful to Katie for taking the time to share with us her thoughts on how she manages her very busy life and for her great words of encouragement for the rest of us. She shared some great tips uh, and even that resource that she mentioned that you can get free. And I'll have the link for all of that in the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 140. Um, but what do you think? Do you have any questions for Katie or for me? Anything that's, uh, you know, ideas that sparked from the conversation that you heard? I'd love to have your feedback. You can share your questions or thoughts in the comments section of the show notes at theproductivewoman.com slash 140. Or you can post a comment or a question in the Productive Woman Facebook group, in the community Facebook group, or on the Facebook page. If you want to share your thoughts with me privately, as always, you can email those questions, comments, or suggestions to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com, and I would love to hear from you. 
And if you haven't already done so, I hope you will join me and the other women in the Productive Woman Community Facebook group that I just mentioned. This is a private group where we can meet up, we can interact more directly. You can ask questions of me or even better of the other women in the group. We have some really phenomenal conversations going on there where where women are asking questions about how to manage certain elements of, you know, on the journey to making a life that matters. And women are jumping in with great suggestions, really good ideas. I've I've done an episode based on one of those conversations. I have another one coming up just because there's so much interaction going on there and so much wisdom being shared. So I'd love to have you there if you're not there already. You can find the group on Facebook or just go to theproductivewoman.com slash group and click the join button, and I'd love to see you there. If you enjoyed this episode or any others, I hope you would consider helping me spread the word about The Productive Woman. Tell your friends who might find it interesting. uh, Show them how to subscribe on their phone. Consider sharing this episode or another one using the social sharing buttons that you'll find uh, on the website at theproductivewoman.com. For this episode, that's productive, theproductivewoman.com slash 140. But any episode, when you go there, you'll see the little buttons that will allow you to share that episode on your Facebook page, um, on Twitter, any number of places. So consider doing that. Uh, and before we wrap it up, I do want to say again, I mentioned during the conversation with Katie, but I want to say again, a special thank you to John Buchanis, who is an audio editor extraordinaire and a really good friend who, who jumped in at the last minute to help me, uh, help us get this episode recorded when my technology kind of failed me. The, the sound system, the recording system that I normally use Uh, something wasn't working right. And literally on no notice, John jumped in and helped me get the conversation recorded because I really didn't want you to miss this, um, this conversation with Katie. So thank you so much, John. You're awesome. And if anybody's looking for an editor for audio, say if you've got a podcast of your own, I highly recommend John Buchanis and I'll put a link for his information in the show notes as well. And that is it for this episode of The Productive Woman. Thank you so much for spending this time with me and with Katie. I hope you found something in this episode that was meaningful to you, that was useful, that you can put into practice in your own life to make your life better. And I look forward to talking with you again very soon. So until next time, remember, extend grace to each other and to yourself and go make your life matter. The Productive Woman is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to help you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx.